Welcome to Hydrate Level 4. I'm your host, Peter. Today, I'm just going to give you a brief non-spoiler review of the 2015 remake, Poltergeist. Uh, it's rated PG-13. It is a horror thriller. Uh, basically, it's only PG-13 for quote-unquote intense violence uh, and some mild language. Um, it's about a family whose suburban home is haunted by evil forces, uh, must come together to rescue their youngest daughter with the after the apparitions take her captive. Um, it's directed by Gil Keenan. It also, uh, well, it stars uh, Sam Rockwell, which a lot of us know, uh, Rosemary DeWitt as Amy, Saxon Sharbino as the eldest daughter, Kendra, um, I think she was in the show The Touch. Kyle Catlett, which people may know him from the following. He plays the um, the only son, Griffin. And Kennedy, who plays the youngest daughter, Madison. Um, I don't know her from anything else, but uh, some of the other characters or actors that are in the movie. Uh, Jared Harris, which I really like as uh, uh, he played Lyle Price in Mad Men. Uh, we also have Jane Addams as Dr. Brooke Powell. And the rest of them are basically smaller roles. Um, I had no intentions on doing a brief non-spoiler review before. Uh, the sole purpose for me to go watch this movie is because um, Michael Denniston of War Machine vs. War Horse, him and I, we have a collaborative podcast called The Original Remake where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. And so this happens to be the next one up, uh, and it's also a theatrical release, so we thought it'd be interesting. Um, the disclaimer right now, I'll go ahead and put it out. I have not seen the original Poltergeist. Um, obviously, I'm going to watch that for the podcast for original remake. Uh, I, I I purposely watched the remake first because, I, as I understand it, um, the original... It's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be really scary. And I didn't want to enjoy that too much and feel let down for watching the remake. Because let's be honest, a lot of remakes usually aren't good and don't really do the original justice. Uh, In this case, uh, I was kind of excited. I I was actually, um, you know, going to give it the benefit of the doubt and hope that it would be good. The, the, one of the concerns I had was that all the scary things that happened were, you know, all the things that were shown in the trailer. I did try to stay this as spoiler-free as I could uh, prior to going into watching the movie. You know, I didn't watch uh, excessive trailers. I didn't read into a lot of the, you know, pre-production or anything of that nature. But watching the movie, I... I guess the only thing I was looking for was to kind of be engaged in the story uh, and at least get some scares. The movie has some some pretty decent jump scares. Not a lot of them are the cliche fake scares, you know, where a scene is building up to something frightening and then ending up being something fake. You know, for example... um, a character would be going to the closet or something like that and uh, opening up to find nothing. That's the kind of fake jump scares I'm talking about. I think for the most part, and and you know, I, I'm not saying this happens all the time, but when a scene is building up to something, it, it's usually something that is gonna scare you, whether it's it's a like a real scare or not. The jump scares 
are real. Um, that they're not empty jump scares. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm putting in into words correctly, but for this movie. I'm going to go ahead and put it out now um, that I would not recommend this movie in the theater. If you've seen the original, I think it's probably, it, maybe it's worth a watch just to compare for fun, really. Uh, I can obviously see teenagers going on dates to watch this because, you know, that's kind of the thing. You know, people want to go to a movie and get scared. I found maybe the first half maybe two-thirds were um you know i had a lot of good scenes that were kind of creepy and spooky uh i was scared at some parts and i felt the end kind of lost me this movie isn't really cgi heavy and doesn't really rely on a lot of cgi um there are some practical stuff which i think you know i always find more effective but the use of CGI in this movie kind of did tick me out, and it doesn't scare me as much. There's a point where, well, I don't want to give that part away, but I've always felt that to keep somebody in suspense, you don't want to show them too much. And I felt that some scenes, you know, it they didn't show a lot of, but I felt that just if they had showed something a little less, maybe we could have been a little bit scared because, you know, there's always that mystique. Um, kind of just wondering. Kind of like, you know, and here's a spoiler for the movie Signs, which um, has been out for an extremely long time. So if you haven't seen that, um, you know, you're not missing out. It's not a bad movie, really, but I'm going to spoil this. But um, in the movie Signs, when we finally see the alien... For me, in a way, it, it kind of it was a little lackluster for me. I was no longer, um, you know, scared and frightened by the idea of this alien in the movie Signs. So for this, all the supernatural happenings early on in the movie, once they kind of show a little bit more of the of the apparitions and things of that nature, I was a little less scared, I guess you can say. So that's. So I was a little disappointed with that because I was hoping to be scared all the way. Um, I'll go ahead and give my rating at this point as well. Uh, you know, I will give it a three stars, which is actually pretty disappointing. I was hoping for a high three at least. I, I was not walking out of the movie expecting a four star movie uh, by any means. Um, you know, Phoenix and I, uh, who if this is your first time watching, I podcast with my 14 year old son who, you know, we review movies that I grew up watching and he gives his opinions on, I don't even think he would really care for this movie. Um, if you go back and see some of our, uh, you know, previous episodes, we've reviewed The Ring, which we both enjoyed. I think The Ring is scarier than this. We even reviewed The Frighteners, the Michael J. Fox, um, you know, directed by Peter Jackson thriller. That's not really a scary movie, but... I think that has a lot more spookier scenes than this movie, Poltergeist. Um, I, again, I haven't seen the original, but this is just basically a reboot in the modern times. Um, Sam Rockwell, I, who I love as an actor, um, I appreciate a lot of the roles he's done, but I had a hard time just separating 
him from this movie and a lot of the other movies that he does where he kind of plays you know kind of a jerk someone who's kind of unlikable at times there's not a whole lot of movies where you love um sam rockwell's character in this one i think he does a pretty decent job as a father of three uh he's got some um i don't know i i felt he was more of the cool uncle than he was a dad um Rosemary DeWitt I I know her from movies but she has a very unforgettable face and as far as her acting in the movie I she really could have been anybody and someone else maybe could have even had done this better um the, the three kids the the boy Kyle Catlett from the following I think he did a decent job. The little girl Kennedy, I didn't care for her. I did like her towards the end though, but when she plays it straight, that's when I don't really like her. But when she's frightened and scared, I think she actually does a pretty good job. Uh, Jared Harris, who plays Kerrigan Burke, again, he's from Mad Men. Uh, I think he was the best thing in this movie. And he plays kind of like a, like a ghost hunter. I think he was supposed to replace the Tangina character from the original. Um, and you know, I don't know that to be true because again, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I, yeah, I, I'm hoping basically what the listeners get out of this is that I don't recommend watching this in the theater. I know it's also 3d. Um, I watched it in the 2d version, which was fine, but I could see some of the scenes where it would have popped out more and maybe scared you a little bit more. But if I'm not recommending it in the movie theater, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, recommend going to watch it in 3D because then you're just wasting more money. I mean, th- there are other movies that are you know coming out soon and that are currently out that are uh, I would definitely recommend watching over this. But I mean, if you if you want to watch it and you've seen the original, you know perhaps you know you, you'll tune in to listen to Mike and I uh, discuss and review it on original remake when we release that. I I guess I don't really have too much uh, else to say since it is non-spoiler and we're definitely going to hash it out um, so if you want to give us a follow on uh, Hydrate Level 4 on Twitter it's at HLF Podcast that's the same username on Instagram uh, for Original Remake is just at Original Remake on Twitter you know I would actually encourage listeners to email in with your thoughts of you know either or and I, I would love to hear it and hear your comparisons or or hear your thoughts of um you know i either the movies you can email in at hlfpodcast at gmail.com and i'm sorry that this uh wasn't too exciting and you know not only was this a non-spoiler i really didn't get too much into details but i just wanted to kind of you know make this short enough to and hopefully gave you some information uh or at least enough to make you decide whether or not to watch the movie and soon phoenix will be returning um i I won't tell you the title of the movie that will definitely be a a teaser there but the next episode should be with phoenix and then i'll have uh, a couple more guests come on and i'll be making some guest appearances but if you follow us on facebook and twitter you'll definitely get the updates from me uh, so that way you can check out those episodes But until the next episode, I'm Peter, and this is Hydrate Level 4.